Welcome to the Gospel Gazing Podcast. My name is Wilson Van Hooser. I am the senior pastor at Grace Presbyterian Church here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. We're excited to get back at this season after a couple weeks of being gone. And today we are talking about this name of God, the covenant name Yahweh. The late Hoover Adams was working at his hometown newspaper called the Dunn Dispatch, when in 1950, his father-in-law encouraged him to start his own paper. And so with only $15,000 from his wife's father, Hoover and uh, Melissant Adams printed the first edition of the Daily Record on December 6, 1950. Interestingly, today, that paper reaches an average of 7,739 people in print. What's interesting is that they have 20,000 unique readers online each week. Here's why that's fascinating. The town of Dunn is a town, at least last I read, of only 8,500 people. That means that with the 20,000 unique readers online each week, along with the 7,739 readers in print, that is in well over 100% reading rate. So you have to ask the question, how in the world does a small town local newspaper have such a high reading rate? Well, here's their motto at this newspaper. Three, Three words, but they're all the same. Names, names, names. See, we love to hear our name. We love to read of our name. Yes, this is often because of our pride. Yes, I get that. But it's also because of how we're made by God. We're we're made to respond to him when he calls us by name. It's not only uh, because we love to hear our name, but also we can say that God loves to hear us say his name. He loves it when we call upon him. Matter of fact, one of the major truths of the gospel is the fact that we are even allowed and even enabled to call upon God by his name. We actually see this in Exodus 3 when we see Moses drawing near to the burning bush, out of the bush that is not being consumed, but yet it is on fire. A voice cries out, Moses, Moses. After the voice commands Moses to come no closer, the voice then says, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So what's fascinating is that this God calls Moses to be the leader who will deliver God's people out of the land of Egypt. In chapter 3, verse 13 of Exodus, Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and I say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, Well, what is his name? What am I going to say to them? Well, I love that. That is such a great question. What, what is this name of God? See, what, what Moses is really asking God here is this. He's asking about what is your identity? He's asking 
this God who is speaking to him out of the burning bush to disclose the name by which they can call upon him. That's a huge deal because if you know his name, you are implying a relationship. See, Moses is asking this God to give them the name that they can proclaim throughout all the earth that this is the one who delivers his people from their enemies. It's an amazing thing. Now, how does this God respond? In chapter 3, verse 14 of Exodus, it says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And then he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. And then listen, listen to what he says next. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, the Lord, and in English that's spelled in all caps, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. There it is right there. That's the name, Lord, in all caps. Whenever you read that in the Bible, in all capital letters, L-O-R-D, it is the Hebrew word for Yahweh. That is the covenant name of God. It's the name of God that his covenant people can call upon him with. What does Yahweh mean? Yahweh is the name of God that particularly brings up covenant theology. Now that, I might bring up a lot of questions. So first off, what is a covenant? Well, I love what one author says. A covenant is a conditional promise between God and man where God promises blessings if the conditions of the covenant are kept, but then he also threatens curses if the conditions of the covenant are broken. In other words, a covenant is God's way of dealing and relating to us. The thing is, with this God, there's only two covenants. We could also say there's only two types of relationships, the covenant of works and the covenant of grace. Matter of fact, because of this, we would actually say in one sense that everyone who has ever lived has been in a relationship with God. The question is, which one? The covenant of works or the covenant of grace? In the covenant of works, we relate to God based on how good we are according to his law. But there's also the covenant of grace. In the covenant of grace, now we relate to God based on how good Jesus was according to God's law. So in this instance with Moses, getting back to our text, what are we seeing? We are seeing Yahweh reveal himself particularly in the covenant of grace. What this means is that the conditions of the covenant relationship are kept by someone else in our place. That's why Yahweh approaches Moses. So when God declares himself to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, what what, what is he saying? He's saying that he is the one who has established an unbreakable, gracious relationship with them. This is what's crazy. There are no works of the sinner that contribute to the establishing 
or the keeping of this relationship. In other words, what does all this mean? It means the name Yahweh. It should remind us that because of Jesus keeping the covenant for us, we can and we must always relate to God on the basis of Christ's works and never on the basis of ours. Our works flow out of Christ working in us. We really do work. We really do pursue godliness and holiness. We really do obey. But it is because of our union with Christ who earned all of our salvation. So, dear believer, let me remind you, when you read in the Bible, in all capital letters, L-O-R-D, when you read Lord, let that remind you of the God who you are in a gracious relationship with through Jesus Christ. How does that change your week? Because he says to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Notice that he does not say that he just was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If he If he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, what he's saying is that he is the same God today that he was back then. That is huge because whenever you read anywhere in Scripture, the book of Genesis, the book of Exodus, Psalms, Jonah, Matthew, or even reading into the future with Revelation, the God you read about anywhere in Scripture is always that God. And what that means is this. If we live in a covenant relationship with this God, we must learn more and more to stop relating to God based on our works, and we must relate to him based on his son's work. It's actually as we learn more and more to relate to God the Father based on the works of his son that then we do good works. And we, we live in holiness. But also this, it's not just how we relate to God. We have to learn how he relates to us. Because he is Yahweh, because we are in a covenant relationship, a gracious relationship with him. We need to remember that no matter how bad our sin is, God is always relating to us in light of Christ's work on our behalf. He's always relating to us based on grace. That right there changes our whole week, changes the way we think about ourselves, it changes the way we think about our relationship with others. When we realize that Yahweh is our God, then we learn to live by his grace and live by the work of Christ and solidified in that.